But anyways. The conclusion of this is that Roderick is a murderer. And welcome yeah. to Side Character Quest, everyone. <laughs> that's it. I had other comments that I wanted to make, but that's like the best segue. Um, okay. Hey, uh, welcome to Side Character Quest, um, where we play games. It's me. It's Mallory. Uh, my name is Ty. I, I was getting to that. Hold up a second. Oh, my God. Give me a moment. Also, we have over in the corner, it's the corner of shame. We have uh, Roderick, who did murder someone, many someones. He's such a many jerk. Someones. Oh, so many people. Um, he, he feels very bad about it. Nope, no. Hey, stay in the corner. He's staying in the corner for the rest of this episode. We're not letting him out. Um, hey, uh, hey, Mallory, how are you feeling tonight? You feeling, you feeling good? Feeling pretty good, Ty. Feeling pretty good. I'm super curious as to how this story is about to play out. I feel like this arc could either be about to abruptly end or could go on forever. <laughs> but one of I, those two, there is no middle ground. I feel like that, that always kind of happens. Uh, fun fun fact, listeners. Um, Alton's original arc, I, I expected all of that stuff to happen in the first like three episodes. All the stuff that happened in that whole arc, <laughs> I expected it to happen in three episodes. And then I expected there to be a whole second half that I had planned. Uh, but that's not how things broke down. Um, and I'm glad for it. I think that it's a better story the way it, it panned out. Alton is easily distracted. Or... <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> Or maybe I'm just bad at pacing. Who knows? Um, anyway, <laughs> speaking of pacing, uh, Mallory, um, do you want to uh, recap what happened in the last episode? Uh, and then if you have any any questions or clarifications, feel free to ask them before we get into show proper. Cool. Sounds good. Do the thing. Last time on Side Character Quest. <laughs> <laughs> um, Alton... Gosh, I feel like we've recorded all of this so recently that I can't remember when the exact break in episodes was, but I think it was just that Alton goes back to the mayor's house because he saw her doing some sketchy shit. Mm -hmm. He goes to shed. Mayor Chambers Chambers. Yes, Mayor, mayor Chambers Chambers to see what's going on, and he opens, his up, well, opens it up and finds, probably not surprisingly, a skeleton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And an animated skeleton. An animated skeleton, yes and decides instead of murdering it like other people who will other remain nameless might. other monsters might can't believe decides him. to try to figure can't out believe him what the deal is mm -hmm. and um yeah busts the skeleton out of mayor chambers chambers later finds out that the skeleton likes to be called maureen and not the skeleton <laughs> um, that's that's fair. Yes. Gets um gets work to hopefully have some more magical insight. He doesn't, but that was the hope. Not immediately. Not immediately. That's that's yeah. fair. Yeah. And the two of them cuz we didn't get Danny, didn't know we would not have gotten Danny for this. Not yet. No, 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 no. He's still asleep. Alton and work kind of try to start finding out some information from Maureen. Just basic stuff because I feel like they wouldn't sit down and have a full chat in the woods with a skeleton at night in a city. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, and I feel like we learned, this is where I'm going to hope that Ty comes in a little bit more. Yes. We learned 
that. Oh, oh. <laughs> some things that, that you learned um, is that uh, Maureen was... Um, what, what were things, specific things that you learned? Um, you, uh, go ahead. No, I'm going to let you finish, actually, just in case you say something that I didn't think that I had already <laughs> learned. <laughs> okay, boy, I, I, the thing is, I have all the notes in front of me of things that you could have learned, and I'm very scared that I'm going to say something you did not Here, learn. I'll say, I'll say what I remember. Okay, go for it. Um, I remember Maureen. Yes, name. And she was not always a skeleton. No. Does not want to be a skeleton. Mm-hmm. That there was some sort of ritual yes. that was being done to hopefully make her and possibly others not a skeleton. Mm-hmm. But it was interrupted. Mm-hmm. She is looking for magical religious artifact things. I don't know if we ever got exactly what specifically she was looking for. And um Oh, beams. She's from... She, she told us where she was from, and Wark recognized it, or where she was trying to go, I yeah, think, they, maybe, they and said, Wark um, recognized it. She was from Bregaton. Okay. Uh, and Wark recognized uh, the term Brega as the the sort of, like, war, the, the dwarven word for, like, Mother Nature, like, the natural world, that sort of stuff. It's kind of how, like, if we were to say... If we were to say, uh, like, Earth, referring to all of the Earth, you know, um, or if we were to say Mother Nature or Gaia, that sort of stuff, they would use the word Brega to cover all of those things. It's like a, a spiritual word, but also just sort of a, a literal word. Um, cool. So actually not the most helpful answer. <laughs> yeah. 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 If uh, I had thought about it, I probably would have pressed more. Well, I mean, you have opportunities to do that. That's fair. Um, uh, I think there was one last thing that uh, you might have been missing, but it has left my mind. Well, I did. Alton ran back inside to grab the um, pendant. Ah, uh, yes. It was a, a necklace, I believe. Yes, a necklace that he had stolen from the church that had a, I want to say a deer. It was a fawn, yes. Fawn on it because he stole it thinking that it might be magical mm-hmm. and has just held on to it because he doesn't actually know how to use anything that he thinks might be magical. Yes. And um, Maureen seemed to respond favorably to this. Yes, because Maureen, uh, to complete the ritual, needed some sort of religious arcane focus. Um, and she responded to this uh artifact as if it were a religious arcane focus, which uh, matches um, sort of the where you had gotten it. Uh, yes, Alton is always prepared. Always prepared. any situation based on something that has happened in a previous episode. Nice. <laughs> I'm always secretly setting stuff up, Ty. I knew this was going to happen. I don't know how you remembered that, that amulet. It's still crazy to me. Uh, I completely forgot about it. I knew that was going to come in clutch one day. <laughs> anyway, um, let's let's get into the actual episode, <laughs> shall we? So, uh, it is the next morning. Um, you 
are in your your bed across the room uh, against the other wall. Um, you see Danny. Have you have you slept well tonight? I don't imagine that Alton has slept at all. Okay. I imagine that he has been alternating between trying to get some rest, but also mm. keeping an eye out on the window to make sure a no one has traced like followed their tracks and B that Maureen has not escaped. I imagine that Maureen would not be in this room with us and would be with Wark because I don't think that (laughs) anyone would do that to Danny without a warning. (laughs) That is very fair. So it it is very early in the morning. It's it's maybe um, 6 a.m. Are you are you pretending to sleep? Are you lying lying down like under your covers uh, when Danny gets up? Um, and starts, imagine, uh, starts getting changed for the day. Probably not. I imagine at this point, Alton has given up on sleeping and is just kind of sitting up, maybe like I'm trying to think of, I was going to say like reading, but maybe he's just kind of like tinkering with some of his stuff just to keep himself distracted. <sighs> hey, boss. Um, uh, you're up early. Uh, I was just gonna go meet Elijah for a quick uh, dawn kayak. Uh, you, you want to come out? <laughs> I feel like, <laughs> sorry, I just had an idea of just saying yes and just completely steering this episode to <laughs> Dan, to you as Danny giving me a kayak tour guide of the area. Like, I want to learn <laughs> about like the birds and stuff that are, I can see nearby. But <laughs> sorry, I just. had the idea that that would be funny just to mess with you but and also because it would probably be an adorable scene yeah that that would probably be pretty cute yeah um uh, (laughs) elijah's been teaching me a lot about birds and stuff but uh i don't think he really knows that much i think he just makes it all up i mean he told me that he, he told me that um that that cranes uh I can't think of anything. <laughs> hey, hey, Danny. Yeah? You want to know the secret? Yeah? We're all just making it up. Oh, man. You man, you, you got the best the best little pearls of wisdom, boss. All right, I'm going to... You're getting um, pretty buff there. Oh, I don't... Hey, stop it. Uh, he uh, <laughs> he <laughs> finishes butting, um, pulling over his, uh, uh, his little shirt... And um, he's like, oh, I'm going to I'm going to get going. Uh, you have a good day. Um, I'll I'll, uh, I'll be sure to be back by like two or three to uh, meet up with uh, Sim for, for my, you know, sort of work on some of the, the clockwork stuff he's been showing me. Sounds good. When you um, come back later, I expect to know a lot more about cranes. Oh, you know it. You know it. I got <laughs> I'll, I'll pick up all kinds of uh, half truths, <laughs> uh, and he uh, he heads out the door and um, and closes it uh, kind of softly behind him. And you are left alone in this room uh, with the knowledge that uh, last night you took away a a hostage away from uh, the mayor of this town, and they are now uh, sleeping or resting probably one room over from you uh, with your. A dwarven friend. Uh, what do you do in this moment? It's a great question. What would anyone do in this moment? Man, it's hard to say. 
Um, <laughs> basically, I my plan for this scene, if you just want to let it play out, was essentially just to Alton gathers up all this stuff, maybe waits till a slightly more reasonable time, and then just like goes and knocks on the window. I imagine he would. Well, mm, that's suspicious. The door. The door goes over yeah. into the hall and then into the next yes. room. So you go to the next door and, and you've got um, all, you know, you've just brought over into the other room um, all of your different tools and knickknacks that you have. Um, so you have that uh, the weird um, ragdoll thing that I, you had from the beginning of the episode. You've got your bitey box um, and then you have all the stuff that you would normally find in uh, whatever your whatever kit you started with. I'm not sure which um, all the stuff on your inventory sheet. The um Burglar's pack. Burglar's pack. Ovs. But yeah, okay. And I also imagine Alton has been probably mulling over what he's learned and has come with questions and with tons of paper. Nice. Um, so you you knock on the door, you tap on it, uh, and you hear just sort of a bump, bump, bump. And then the door swings open and you see Wark standing in front of you and then you see the... Uh, the skelly person, like, sitting on the floor. Hello! Uh, oh, Alton, come in, come in! Work. you can't just swing the door open. <sighs> Anyways. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Um, well, uh, come in, hurry, I suppose. Uh, he, he looks very, like, leans out very far and looks both ways down the hall uh, and then and waves you in. And you, you step into this room and you see that... Um, there are all sorts of different uh, papers and quills, uh, inkwells, um, and and stuff like strewn across the floor uh, with many, many different symbols and geometric patterns um, all written out onto them. Uh, and it, it looks like it, you aren't you aren't 100% sure because obviously you're not super familiar with Arcana and stuff, but it looks like um, Wark and Maureen have been like working on something all night since you left them, which I guess was only a few hours ago because it's I said that it was like 6 a.m. Right. But yeah, they they are they're busy and uh, and have been working since you last saw them. Cool. I feel like this should go without saying, but Alton is delighted when he sees all of this <laughs> stuff like, oh, great. Cool. What have you guys found out? Well, um, um, well, it's been quite a lot. Uh, I. We've mostly been, she's mostly been showing me how the ritual was performed, um, and what precisely you're supposed to do with it, but it's, what are you wondering exactly? I, it's, I've got so much, I haven't slept a lot, I, ask me, ask me some questions, I, I don't know, uh, my brain, my brain is just all over the place. I'm in the same place. I've been, and Alton pulls out a bunch of paper, kind of sketching a map of pretty much... The world as I know it. Yes. I imagine Alton's traveled a pretty good amount. I don't know, and he turns to Maureen, what you mean by <laughs> Bregatone. <laughs> Where do you recognize anything on this map? Oh, I'm so, oh, I'm so happy. I This did not even cross my mind as something you might do. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm okay. surprises, Ty. I, okay, listener, Um, when I publish this, I'm going to republish 
are we, I'm going to post onto Twitter. I, I might include a link to it in the show notes. Um, I'm going to to uh, post on Twitter a, um, a picture of the the map that I made for this world a while back, just so that you can see essentially what Alton has drawn out. One moment, I'm going to pull that up. And um, while we do, while I pull that up, uh, let's take a quick break to hear from people on the Scavengers Network, because this seems like a logical spot to put that. Hey everyone, and welcome to Promo and You'll Miss It, the Blink and You'll Miss It promo, where every promo is over before you know it. I am James, your host, and we're back to talk to you about what season one of Blink and You'll Miss It was about. Well, we talked about all of the Blink discography from Cheshire Cat up through the deluxe edition of California, and we also talked about Boxcar Racer and Plus 44, all of which is available now on the Scavengers Network. So go find it and enjoy. Just for fairness, I... Mallory, don't remember that much of like what the map of the world looks like, because I feel like it's been a minute since you posted that on Twitter and I saw it. Yeah. But I feel like it's fair to say that Alton would have a pretty good grasp of this. Like he's seen a map before and he travels. Totally. You you Alton travels a lot and it's not like it's a you don't have a a 100 percent perfect view of the world, Um, of course. And and you're what you have drawn is is. It leaves a lot of empty space, but it highlights a few just like landmarks and gives a pretty good idea of like how this place is structured. So I'm sending you uh, I'm selling sending Mallory um, the picture of the map that uh, Alton has drawn more or less. (laughs) So what Alton presents to uh, Maureen is essentially a a large circle with mountains at the top. And then at the bottom, you have uh, the Salton Sea. Um, and then stretching across the middle and to the left, you have a river which ends in a lake next to that circle, that inner circle that was the the like skeleton city. And right below that skeleton city is Cirque. Uh, there's a few other things that that you sort of draw in there. Um, yeah, I was gonna say, I imagine that Alton would know more about the area around Cirque. Yeah. So so you probably don't put. Uh, was this a map that you've made for other reasons or is this a map you made specifically for this occasion? This is a map that I have made specifically because I could not sleep and <laughs> was thinking of helpful things that Alton could bring to the table. And one of those would be like, he's traveled a lot. Yeah. And he could probably get the get like help narrow down an area. Yeah, totally. Um, so you have you have other things uh, written in there, like you have the the swamps that are sort of northeast of the uh, the Salton Sea. You have the um, the Brothers, which is a small mountain range that's to the northwest of Cirque. Uh, you have the mines that are um, over near the the mouth of the river, uh, which uh, the mouth of the river is at the wall. Um, and then you also have, you know, pine, the, the large pine forest to the south and the the uh, other large forests to the north of the river um, between the river and Mount Rena, all those sorts of things. And you probably also included some various towns and stuff. Um, but but it's mostly uh, it's mostly landmarks um, as opposed to, you know, actually listing out city names and things like that. Um, right. Because I mean, that would be more helpful, I feel like, in helping Maureen to triangulate where we currently are and where mm-hmm. she may have been before. Yeah, exactly. So uh, you so so ask me uh, again, what was the question that you asked her? 
Um, it was only a few minutes ago. I feel like he more, he came in and they were doing their thing and he brought out the papers that he had and was just like, I have never heard of a place called Bregaton. Do you recognize anything on this map as being near where you're from or where you were trying to go? Gotcha. Okay. So, uh, so you hand the map over to her and it's, it's kind of a, a weird feeling. Like when you see this, this sort of this bony hand reach out from its, its robe and like grab the paper from you and, and just sort of rub against the, uh, like, it's just, it's just weird. It's weird, um, to see. Oh no. Like I, Alton is not completely like, I feel like he's doing everything in his power to not be weird about it (laughs) but it's weird totally so she she looks at it for a minute and she sort of rotates it a little bit in her um in her hands uh trying to like sort of get her bearings but it doesn't take more than maybe like 30 seconds or so before there's before you see her turn the the paper around and and show it to you point at Cirque just right right where you're from which is the one place I don't want to (laughs) go Uh, do you say that? No. Okay. I'm trying to think of what Alton would say. Is this where you're from? She kind of does a, one of those like shrug weighing back and forth motions, like waggles her head a little bit and gestures to just sort of like to one of the, like to somewhere, somewhere else, um, in the map. It doesn't matter particularly where, (laughs) but somewhere, somewhere in the map. Um, okay. somewhere in the map, uh, not near uh, one of the landmarks that you set up. And then she gestures back and points more more directly. After doing that, she points more directly at the circle right above Cirque. Okay, so this is this is where you need to go. And she shakes her head uh, very, very like sternly. Oh, that's um, and and she grabs like a quill from work uh, who is sort of standing standing ready. Cool. I was going to pass over some paper um, and she writes, uh, I'm from there. I need to go here. Uh, and then she points at uh, she points at the <laughs> you are here star that you <laughs> left on the on the map uh, right next to the Sultan Sea. Well, that's great because you're here. Congratulations. You made it. Alton wouldn't be that sassy. Hold on. Let me try that one more time. (laughs) 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 Um, Uh. Wait, were were you turned into a skeleton? And she nods her head questioningly. Uh, Did we we not go over this last episode? I could have sworn that we did. No, I didn't. I don't know if... Because I guess in my head and in Alton's head. Yeah. Or at least in, you know what? I can't speak for Alton right now. In Mallory's head, these skeletons were like brought back to life, not were humans that oh. have been just like magically transformed into skeletons. I was thinking more along the lines of these were long buried people that have been resurrected. Is that way wrong? Can you say that? Did you say that out loud? What would I? No, I would not have said that out loud. Okay. I would say, um, I don't know what I would say out loud besides where you turned into a skeleton. Uh, she gestures like towards her body 
and shrugs, I guess. Um, what what year is the last year you remember? I imagine there's some form of dates in yeah, this world. Oh, God, this has never come up before. Huh? Oh, boy. Um, well, okay, you don't have to. I, I, don't know, I feel like I'm putting you on the spot there. You don't have to say right now. Just what she gives a number that does not align with a calendar that makes sense to you. Alton looks at work. Uh, work looks back at Alton and <laughs> uh, work shrugs a little bit and says, I don't know what exactly that means, but I, I, I do know um, she was saying that before, uh, before you came in here, we've been looking at this spell, uh, this ritual, and it appears that whatever it is, is the reason she has to stay here is because the ritual can only be performed in a few places, and this is one of the places. It's, it's sort of hijacking, um... It's a weird combination of religious magic and druidic magic and wizardry and all sorts of different things, and it's complicated. I don't, I don't 100% understand it yet, but she seems very confident that it will help her. Okay. Um, hmm. Alton turns back to Maureen. Are there more of you here? She she shrugs again. How did you get here? Um, she grabs the piece of paper. Uh, like there's a moment where she's like trying to figure out how to sign this to you, but then she's like, "Oh fuck it," uh, and grabs a piece of paper and uh, writes down, "Came with uh, the priests and a few soldiers crossed uh, crossed the a bridge to get here." Were, hmm, were you a prisoner at this point? She shakes her head. Were the priest and soldiers also skeletons? She nods her head. Where are they now? Do you know? Uh, you see her slump a little bit. And she slowly shakes her head and looks down. How did you get separated from them? She grabs the paper again and she said and she writes down a paladin interrupted our ritual and struck down our people. Do you know for certain that you're the only one that survived? Um, she pauses for a moment and then shakes her head. Do you know them well enough to know where they would go? If they were still alive. Um, she shakes her head again uh, and then grabs the, the and then writes on the piece of paper. Um, uh, I didn't know. Them, I, I didn't know them well. Which doesn't really give you a lot of info, but she wrote it. That's fine. <laughs> um, I imagine that Alton addresses both Maureen and work for this one. What is needed for this ritual? Well, um, and, and work looks over at uh, Maureen, who her jaw had moved a, a, a bit um, like she was almost excitedly talking. Uh, but then there was a moment of of pause as she recognized that. Oh, yeah, no one can hear me. Um, so work looks over at her and, you know, she nods her head. And then he's he looks back at you and says, 
Well, uh, we needed a religious arcane focus, uh, which we have now, thanks to you. Um, we needed a location, which we have here, the Saint on Saint Simone's. It's a a place where we're. we're I, I don't quite understand it. She says that we're sort of hijacking some sort of druidic circle or something. Uh, and we also need uh, to write various symbols. And, and it's the place, the thing, and the knowledge, I guess. Like, we don't really need anything else beyond that. Just those three things. So can we do it right here? Uh, he, he looks towards Maureen to sort of confirm this. Uh, and she just grabs the piece of paper and writes down, uh, we need to be on the shore. Why? <laughs> I'm just curious. Yo, no, no, that's, that's totally like, yeah. He's a curious person. Curious about magic like, stuff. Why? And she starts uh, writing furiously, at, like just like writing out these different details. And uh, Wark just sort of like is reading over over her shoulder and is like, okay, okay, um, this is kind of complicated. I'm going to try to um, <laughs> take it down a few arcane levels. But basically, um, we're trying to pull in a lot of different forces, uh, one of which is uh, the force of, of nature, of this location of, of druidic magic. And to do that, we need to have, we need to have the presence of a very strong natural thing. And in the, this case, we would be pulling on the power of the sea, of the Salton Sea. And uh, it's easier to do that when we are next to the sea, when we are where the sea meets the land. Uh, and so the shore is is where we go. It's 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 complicated, um, but that's the gist of it. I imagine Alton under, does not understand at all. <laughs> nice. But <laughs> he turns to Maureen. Maureen, you have been speaking with Wark all night. She nods her head. Assume that I am going to be no help at all. <laughs> Between the three of us here, can we complete the ritual? Uh, she gives one quick, decisive nod. Okay. Great. Cool. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Do you need a moment to think? Do you need a no. moment to think this over? No. Um, Alton walks over and puts his hand on her shoulder bone. Yeah, it feels a little weird. And says, how can I help? Uh, she nods her head um, very quickly and decisively. Uh, and you feel a, a covenant bonding you two uh, in this moment. Uh, <laughs> and uh, she explains to you, um, we, we see a, a montage of this explanation happening. Um, cool. She explains to you uh, that basically all she needs from you is safe passage to a place that is secluded enough that uh, you don't have to, that you won't have to worry about like people interrupting and just enough time there that she can perform the ritual and undo whatever it was that, that create made her into this form. Well, that's not so hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's pretty much exactly what you need a rogue for. Right. Stealth. This is stealth and distractions. <laughs> right. Okay. 
Um, I'm going to ask in this moment, uh, what does Alton do? Like, what what does Alton think when he when he hears like, OK, I need a distraction. I need to be able to get someone to this place. Like what what are you what methods are you going to use and, and where are you going to try to go exactly? Well, it's not even that he needs a distraction because nobody except for except for Mayor Chambers mm-hmm. and possibly in his head, some of these like church boys. The Lumineers, yeah. Yes, Lumineers. That's the correct word. I'm sorry. Some of these Lumineers has any reason to suspect that this is a possibility. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's really just that they need to get to the shore in a way where no one sees this hat. You know what? Hold on real quick. Maureen. Is she nods? How long does this ritual take? Uh, she sort of like weighs her hands back and forth. Um, and, uh, while she's doing that and, and um, work says, uh, well, I'm, I'm not sure exactly how long it would take to perform it. Probably not terribly long, but the actual preparing of the circle and everything, uh, would probably take maybe 30 minutes if we acted fast. Uh, drawing all of the symbols. Um, yeah. Okay. So we don't even really need a distraction. We just need... An isolated place. An isolated place. And a way to get there. And a way to get there, which we've got already with Danny. (laughs) (laughs) He knows these inlets like the back of his hand now. He's a kayak tour guide. (laughs) 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 I mean, am I wrong? No, you're totally right. Because she doesn't Uh, need to be on this this shore right here with all these people. She needs to be near the ocean. So if Danny could get us somewhere like an island or an isle for further away like where no one could get to us yeah yeah totally that would be ideal totally cool so alton says um i think i have an idea you two what has work been doing all this time has he been uh, doing well, anything you've been talking no just in these weeks that we've been here <sighs> boy what has he been doing um but i'm think- asking him because i want it to seem I don't want us to seem suspicious anyway. So if he's been working somewhere, I want him to continue to do that. I think uh, I don't think that I've said what he was doing in all this time. So I think what I'm going to say is that he's been kind of listless. Like he he has just been kind of like a man just sort of like wandering around because he hasn't had like a specific thing to do. And um, when you actually walked in and you saw him like and you saw all these papers on the ground, it was it was kind of good because it like he has seemed in this conversation more true to form and having like more of his normal energy than you have seen in a while. Okay. He enjoys arcane research. That's kind of what I was I kind of assumed that he wouldn't really find like a a thing that was great for him here. Yeah. Okay. So Alton says, "I think I have an idea. Work, Maureen." You guys keep working on the more specific details of this ritual. Yeah. I I need to go because I'm going to be late. I'm supposed to be at Sims and I don't want 
anything to draw attention to anything weird. And I'll be back. Like, let's, I, I think I have an idea for where we can go tonight. So in the meantime, you guys, you guys get this figured out as best you can. And I think I can get you to the shore. And with that, um, we're going to, uh, I think that's a good spot to go to the next scene. Fade in or fade out. Do you want to start up at uh, Salty Sims as the next scene? Sure. Essentially, I just want and you can tell me what this would be. I want Alton to do whatever he would normally do. Okay. And if going to Sims, I feel like going to Sims and checking in, working for a little bit every day, it's probably a part of his daily routine. Yeah, so you you have been doing a lot of your own sort of work around the city, but uh, but you do sort of check in with Salty Sim um, usually a couple times, you know, every every once in a while, maybe not every day, but like it, it would be exceedingly normal for you to go check in with them at opening time just to sort of see how things are going. We we fade in um, at Salty Sim's store. Uh, you are, are walk through the door, little bell jingles, and uh, and you find uh, Sim sitting in their chair, uh, working on some some stuff. Uh, and uh, they look over towards you and, and see that it's you. Hello, Alton. How are you doing this morning? Pretty good, Sim. Uh, How are you? Uh, well, I'm doing all right. Uh, just you know, life, I suppose. Uh, yeah, I don't. I know you don't. I know you don't really like it here. No, no. I mean, it's yeah, yes, yes. I, not a huge fan. Uh, but you, my friend, uh, you seem very tired. Uh, how are you doing? Did you sleep last night? You. That's kind of rude. I'm sorry. I just thought that you might might be unwell. Sorry. I I apologize. Um, I woke I woke up kind of late. I haven't had time to throw myself together. But you know that's fine. I guess I look tired today. <laughs> I, I did not mean anything. I I, I truly apologize. Um, I came in here planning on being like, hey, do you want me to try to find you a new place to be? But maybe <laughs> no, it's not. if I, I look am, tired. I, I swear to God, you look like the picture of health. You are beautiful. You are um, succulent. I I don't know. This is weird. I I don't know how to, how to reel back away I'm, from this. I'm teasing you, Sam. Oh, thank God. <laughs> okay. Um, but is really, though. I can help you with today. Oh, you know, just, uh, I, dear God, um, if you could, if you could help me out with this, uh, this lock, I, I, my hands are just a little, uh, if you could just tell me about this, and they direct you towards, uh, some, uh, some project they're working on, and you guys work on that together for a little while, and, uh, and just sort of work in, you know, silence mostly, but, but occasionally trading banter back and forth as you uh, you pick away at this thing for an hour or so. Uh, and eventually the the day brightens outside uh, as it becomes closer uh, and closer to to noon. And uh, you start seeing uh, various folks uh, walking by the storefront. Uh, occasionally you'll see like a Lumineer walk by a tourist or two um, hops in and uh, pokes around at the various uh, trinkets and, and knickknacks that um, Sim has uh, arranged through the store. 
And but uh, around eleven o'clock, uh, you hear the uh, the door chime, and you hear uh, Salty Sim do his familiar. Uh, welcome to Salty Sims, uh, novelties and locksmithing. Uh, oh, 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 hello, uh, Mayor Chambers. How are you doing this this morning? Uh, what was her name again? It was Winifred, right? Uh, Winifred, yes, or Winnie Chambers. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Sorry, and, uh, do your thing again. Uh, welcome to, uh, to Salty Sims, uh, n- locksmithing and novelties. How are you? Oh, hello, uh. Uh, Mrs. Chamber, uh, Mayor Chambers, how are you doing this morning? Winnie? Uh, and, uh, and you see Winifred Chambers, a, a, a human woman, uh, stepping through the, the front door. Um, she looks a, a little bit less, uh, put together than usual. Um, like some, there, there, she has a, a, an air of not, not quite as calm and collected as she usually does. Um, but, but still, uh, still, not not super out of the ordinary. You know, if you didn't know her well, you yeah. probably wouldn't have noticed. Well, hello uh, there, Salty Sim. Owen Gilmaster Alton. How are you doing this this morning? Is is she addressing Salty Sim or is she addressing Alton with that she's, last question? She's ad- addressing both of you. Does Salty Sim immediately answer? Uh, not a... Um, uh, well, I mean, there, <laughs> there's enough time that you can say Basically, something. Basically, I didn't want to interrupt. Oh, you're you're not gonna interrupt. If you want to talk, I'm gonna let you talk. Oh, okay. Yeah. Winnie, good to see you again. I'm I'm doing pretty well. Proud of how this shop is looking. How are you doing? What brings you here today? Uh, and she um, rubs her her hands through her hair uh, and is like looking around. Uh, her eyes are sort of like darting around the the shop, and and she looks briefly behind her, and she says, um. Well, I'm just, uh, uh, you know, uh, have, have, have either of you seen anything, um, unusual today? Well, my apprentice was up before dawn. That's pretty unusual. (laughs) Uh, yes, uh, Salty Sim laughs at that, and, uh, Mayor Chambers seems, like, not, does not really, like, notice did, did not really like respond to that much at all and, and just sort of keeps looking around and says yeah yes yes um very uh uh what was his name um uh michael uh, i believe daniel uh, da- daniel precisely uh he's a good kid uh, yeah um i would like you to roll me a deception check uh, just, That's just in fair. general, I, and she's going to roll a uh, an insight uh, against that, just to sort of see if she suspects you for anything. Oh, my deception is so good, Ty, <laughs> which is good because that wasn't the best roll. She rolled a ten. Okay, the, you know what? I'm, I don't even need. To, I roll a thirteen without adding anything, and I add nine. So Jesus Christ. Okay, yeah, she uh, she doesn't really suspect anything at this point. Why would she? I'm perfectly charming. Yeah, as far as you can tell, she does not suspect anything untoward in this moment. But Alton sees that she's clearly out of sorts, right? This is not yes, like she is clearly out of sorts in this moment. Okay. To you, to a friend, clearly out of sorts. Okay, great. Uh, maybe maybe to a, a stranger, it wouldn't be enough that they would like comment on it. Um, but to a friend, clearly out of sorts. Okay. Okay. I feel like 
it's enough that Alton would say, Are you... Is everything okay, Winnie? Um, she she looks towards you and, uh, it, like, almost as if she hadn't been paying attention to your presence in the room, even though she had talked to you just ten seconds prior. Uh, she looks towards you and says, Oh, um, yeah, sorry, uh, uh... And you see, you see this moment just like flicker through her mind, uh, this this pause as she roll me an insight check. Well, no, no, I'm not going to have you roll anything for this because you you know the deal. Um, There's this this moment where she is thinking very quickly and then she says, sorry, uh, I appear to be. um, Is this how she talked? Uh, Well, delightful. I don't even know about that. All right, I'm talking in my voice, trying to feel this out. Um, okay. I feel like you were crushing it. I feel like. Well. I feel like that's what she sounded like. Okay. So sorry. Uh, when I was on my way down here, uh, I ran into some um Lumineer who let me know that uh there was some sort of uh. Uh, suspicious activity done uh, around last night. Uh, some figure in, in robes had broken into someone's home, and uh, I was just wondering if any, if either of you had seen anybody walking around last night. Uh, a robed figure. Um, ha- have you have you seen anything? Have you heard anything? I haven't heard anything yet. I'll try to keep an ear open though. But have you seen? Sorry, uh, I almost literally roll out of bed and into this work desk. I, I do not see anyone until they come into this shop or I go out for lunch. But if you don't feel safe, Winnie, do you, we can come look at your locks and make sure... I'd, is everything all right? Oh, no, don't even... Don't even worry about it. It's Mayor Chambers. Our Salty Simmers is looking at you. I I personally set up her with the best best locks that I know how to make, and I know how to make some pretty good locks. I had a very good teacher. Uh, so don't even worry about it. She, you are perfectly. And now uh, they turn to face um, Mayor Chambers. Uh, you are perfectly safe. No one is going to break into your home. There's absolutely no way that anyone will break into your into your domicile. You are perfectly fine. Cool. Alton takes over from that and says, "Oh, great. Yeah, Winnie, you're in good hands. These these lumineers seem a bit overzealous, don't they? I mean, I don't know. I that's rude. I feel like I haven't really gotten to know any of them that well. They just seem a bit. No, no I I listen. Uh, like they come I, on kind of strong." I, I have to disagree. I think that there are there are some very good people working over there. They, I, I have some. I I don't know about that. Uh, but but Mayor Chambers uh, responds to you and says, "Yeah, I, I I'm not a fan of of these these folks. I feel like they've roll me an inside check." Okay. 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 That's a critical fail. Let's ah. re-roll. Oh oh yeah oh here oh that's so good. Insight is wisdom, so 17. Nice. Critical fail to a 17. Everyone be a halfling. I feel like there have not been a lot of critical fails this this go around. There really haven't. I've been oh, rolling been pretty good. well until that. Yeah. Uh, so, so. I think that uh, was the first critical fail of the. I think it might arc. have been. That's crazy. So, Mayor Chambers, you, you see this 
what what I'm I'm giving you in this moment, when you mention the Lumineers, you see some gears turning in her head as if she is connecting the Lumineers to to the disappearance of the skeleton. Um, and that is the the you are dabbing like crazy over there. I can see the listener. Cannot <laughs> That's exactly see that. what Mallory wanted. Yeah. Uh, and, and that is that is what you see. And uh, with that, um, she turns in and she says, I'm sorry, I've got to uh, go um, uh, uh, alert uh, any all of the other businesses in the area that there might be some dangerous folks afoot. Uh, ha- have a good day. And, and if you see anything, do not not approach anybody. I don't want to want to get see any of you folks getting hurt. Uh, so just let me know and I'll, I'll take care of it. Um, come straight to me no matter what. All right. Absolutely. You know where to find us. Let us know if we can help. All right. And uh, she she heads out the door. What are you waiting for to happen or, or what are you going to do next if if nothing happens? Alton is not waiting for anything in particular. I imagine he is just trying to live his most normal day. Okay. Like whatever he has been doing since getting here, he is going to do all of those things. Anything to not raise suspicion. Gotcha. I feel like you mentioned earlier when Danny was leaving that Danny has been coming here in the afternoons. Yes, he's been coming here about two. So um, uh, a few hours after things wrap up with Mayor Chambers, uh, you hear uh, you've you've been sort of like hanging out with Salty, um, Salty Sim. At, so you went and picked up um, some some food. What did you get? Did you get some sandwiches? Some sandwiches? No, we're on the beach. I don't know what beach food is. <laughs> I'm going to get some kind of seafood at least. Oh, that makes see. This is my my vegetarian lifestyle. That's that's making me not, not making it not cross my mind. I also have never liked seafood. So, hey, guess what? I don't like seafood either, but that doesn't mean that Alton doesn't like seafood. You're deep in that role play. And I imagine he would at least at this point know what Salty Sim likes. Oh, yeah. I'm going to stop. Just I'm, just I'm going to continue to refer to them as Sim. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Salty um, Sim is a, a big fan of uh, fish tacos. Yes. Fish tacos. Alton's going to go pick up some fish tacos. Yeah. You get some fish tacos. Bring them back over. So you guys you guys eat those around like one or two. And and right as you're like finishing up that that kind of late lunch, you hear a, a dingle dangle. Oh, hey, boss. You're, you're still over here. Oh, that's surprising. How you doing? Pretty good. Sorry, just got caught up talking. I don't want to get in your way, though. So and Alton just slowly makes his way towards the door. As you're getting up, you look up towards uh, Daniel and next to Daniel is a a very tan gnome um, that's around Daniel's same height, um, but with a a dark, closely cropped black beard, uh, very, very tan, basically no legs, but like very like massive, like like chest and back um, and just 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 so, so tan. And uh, you hear this gnome just, oh, hey, how you doing? Oh, hey, Mr. Alton. I don't know how we haven't managed to meet each other, but uh, Daniel's told me so much about you that I feel like I practically know you. My name's Elijah. How's your how you doing? Does he reach out his hand? 
yeah, he he uh, very quickly on his stiletto legs stumbles over to you <laughs> and reaches out his hand and goes for a handshake. Cool. Alton shakes his hand and holds on to it and says, I'm Alton. Nice to meet you. Um, You've been taking good care of Daniel, haven't you? Oh, you know it. I've been taking great care of him. He's been taking great care of me. We're having a great time out there. I've told him all about all the birds and all the uh, all the the sea monsters and all the um, cranes and stuff. All the mussels and, and brussels and all kinds of things. You know, you know how I do. Teach him about the worlds of of marineology. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. Let me just compose myself for a moment there. All right. I imagine we're still shaking hands at this point. Yeah. Nelton says, well, I appreciate that. I feel like Danny needs to get a wide view of all his options in this world before he decides that he's going to be a locksmith. And I look pointedly at Daniel. Don't you worry. <laughs> I, I've re- I feel like I've expanded his mind a little bit, but uh, he, he leans in conspiratorial to you, like right next to your ear and goes, but don't you worry. I, I know that in his heart of hearts, there is a lock that only, only locksmithing can unpick. Um, I don't know if that was a good metaphor, but I'm not paid to do metaphors. I'm tell- paid to give people tours around the island. You know how it is. I know what I know, and that's all I know. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to do with this time. <laughs> but Alton slaps um, Elijah <laughs> on the back and says, Sounds great. <laughs> Looking forward to going on one of your tours. Sorry, I've been I've been pretty busy these past couple weeks, but coming up soon, I'm gonna come with you and Danny. Friend of Danny's friend of mine. You ever wanna wanna come out on one of our tours? I'm happy to do it for you. Here's two for one discount. Uh, he he, um, sort of looks like he's about to slide you a a, a card, but when you uh. When you reach to like grab it, he just shakes your hand. He's like, "Discounts, my word! I promise you, one for two for one. Don't need anything uh, more formal than that. Uh, that's how I like to do business." Sounds good to me. You excited for this sim? <laughs> oh God, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I've um, I've been trying to get this guy out on the water since he first arrived. He's a little bit of a worry wart, doesn't like to go out on the ocean, but. Trust me, it is perfectly safe. Crane's not going to lay its eggs in you. <laughs> he only lays his eggs in <laughs> in crocodiles and dolphins. Uh, that's your very, you have a very good way of, of selling it. Oh, you know, like to live the life of adventure. I know this guy likes adventure very much so. You see, you, tr- you strike me as somebody who likes adventure too, don't you? And he, he elbows you a few times. I... Love adventure, and I elbow him back. Oh, that's great. Well, you ever want some adventure, you can just come out with me. I'll be happy to take you and any of your friends out to any sort of adventure you want to go on. Looking forward to it. Awesome. Is he still here? <laughs> <laughs> He's just staring, very, like, very big, wide smile, just staring straight at you. <laughs> All right, I guess that's the it for me. Well, if you ever want me, uh, Daniel knows how to find me, but I'll see you later. Have a good day. Bye. And he turns and walks out the door. Great. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty swell, boss. 
Yeah, he seems great, Danny. Hey, um, and Alton walks over to like where all the food is. He's like, got you some shrimp. No, you don't really like fish tacos. Oh, thanks, boss. Um, I'm going to head out. Sim. Oh, God. Essentially, you know what, Ty? I feel like <laughs> this whole episode has been rough. <laughs> but I imagine that, I guess you tell me, does Alton stay for these these moments where Danny is helping around the shop? I think that we've established that no, no, you uh, you generally don't. I mean, you could, but you don't have to. I don't I don't think you would. I would I feel like Alton comes in, does a little bit of work, gets lunch and heads out. And that's his that's his lifestyle. OK, um, I'm going to suggest that we uh, I, I think that we're going to wrap up here and I, I, I'm just going to like narrate the the wrap up. Um, yeah, if, it's so if hard because like I feel like there's so much stuff I want to happen, but I don't think we have time for it. So you can tell me if there's something that you I'm going to narrate the end of this. If you ha- think that you have like a way that you want this to go, that my ending precludes, then just let me know and we'll we'll do something else. Cool. As Sim, Danny and Alton uh, sit in Sim's shop and enjoy their lunch, we zoom out and see Taurus and Lumineers wandering the streets, uh, one for relaxation and vacation, and the other ever vigilant. We see another part of the island where Mayor Chambers is searching ever more frantically for a missing person, a a fugitive, a, a rogue she claims, but we know better than that. And in a small room, in the Salton CB Company, we see a door open and we see a dwarven man missing one finger open the door and carry in a platter of fish and chips and a couple of small glasses of mead that he sets down in the center of the room to share with a new friend who, as far as he can tell, can't even eat. But hey, that's just kind of the kind of guy that work is. And I think that's where we're going to end today. <laughs> okay. I think that's a good place to end it. Yeah, now I'm feeling good. All right. I mean, I, I want to keep playing forever, but it is getting pretty late, so. <laughs> I have so much that I want to do right now. I know. I feel like we didn't get to anything in this episode. I know. Like, was this episode g- even good, Ty? I, know, I, I think that people will like it, but it's it's so crazy to me because, like, I just, I, I want, I there's so much that I want to, like, see happen. Um, I feel like I do this to you all the time. Like, we didn't get to any of the things that you wanted to do. Do you, do, should we just wash this whole episode? No, no, no. I, <laughs> and try again? I think this, I think it's be good. I think it's be good. How about we uh, pitter patter on out of here? Sounds good. Alright, cool. Thanks to the Joy Drops for the use of Not Drunk as our intro and outro music. Find them at thejoydrops.com. You can find us at sidecharacterquest.com, at SCQ Podcast on Twitter, or by email at sidecharacterquest at gmail.com. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content. 
uh, there'll be like a little music playing and then bloopers. Well, uh, I, I messaged to the group the same question that I messaged to you and Eli, like what would be the dream team? And uh, uh, Elion, who's also on that group, they also said uh, Lore, Alton, and Deirdre. Nice. Uh, same as, as Eli had suggested, which I dig. It would be a fun group. I don't know how much we would be able to accomplish, but it would be a fun group. I know. I'm just like, I feel like Deirdre would be just like very accommodating, but I feel like Alton is a person who would okay okay you need to like stand up for yourself for a second <laughs> you need to like uh, come on yes come alton on. would adopt deirdre very quickly very quickly eli and i had a discussion it's like is that silas i think it's the bargainer i think silas is gone i think it's all the bargainer now but mm -hmm. anyways <laughs> i'm very i'm very intrigued by that take um i uh uh uh, somebody mentioned um, uh, Reed from Sneak Attack mentioned that uh, they have a discord set up and every time he sees any sort of fan theory, he just responds with the like two eye emoji. Like I'm looking at I see you <laughs> regardless of whether it has any validity. And like, huh. I, I, I love that because like that's how I feel every time. Every time anybody like comments on like a, you know, with a theory on anything. But um. I was thinking about this, too, because like in Alton's first arc, if when he stumbled upon like the city of the undead, <laughs> it was very similar to how Roderick kind of stumbled upon a city of the undead. It's just like if Alton had been a beefcake class. Yeah. Would he have had the same reaction? Possibly like his reaction I mean, <sighs> was more needing to get out of. It was still fear, though. He just didn't have. His action that he could take with the fear was to get away and not yes. to fight. But it was like they both had the same reaction, but Alton so just imagine, didn't have as many options for fighting. Imagine how like when you you ran down the ramp uh, to get away from that, um, the golem. Uh, and imagine if you had like turned a corner. So you were you were right next to this this sort of alleyway that was before, you know, there's an alleyway that was separating the ramp and the wall of this this inner dome um, from the buildings that were in you know the city. Um, imagine if you had just rounded a corner and there just instead of it being like half a football field away, the skeleton had just been like a foot from you when you rounded the corner. You probably would have freaked out and yeah. stabbed it. Like my yeah. reaction would not be, oh, I wonder if this is a like sentient being that can talk to me and has feelings and emotions. My reaction would be like, oh, my God, it's a skeleton. So and I imagine that would have bled over into your interactions with Maureen when you found exactly. her in the shed, because because it's like it's once you have committed to the idea that this being is evil and that I, I have destroyed one of them, it's hard to allow yourself the idea that like there might be some humanity to it because that makes you a murderer yes and that's uh it would be a rough spot for alton to find himself yes i don't know you tell me ty you're god <laughs> god is burping thank you um <laughs> in case he edits it out <laughs>
Let me try that one more time. Just sure. Get rid of all this. Okay, okay. Put okay, it in the bloopers okay. if you must. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm definitely gonna include that. <laughs> um, yes. Let that be the new. I, I this is gonna be cut into the bloopers. Put it put in the it. bloopers if you must. Is the <laughs> new. This is That's, gonna be cut and put in the bloopers. If it's relevant, here's a message from one of the other Scavengers Network people. Ty, put it in here. You're welcome. If it's not relevant, I just sound like a crazy person. Um, one moment. I need to. I need to practice something in my head. Uh, I'm gonna mute you, but I'm gonna keep it on the recording. Oh no, I hate that. Hell. Well, hey, man. Listeners, I can just I, see that Ty I, is saying things, Elijah, but I can't hear what he's my saying, name's and Elijah. I hate that. Uh. And they're just sort of writing notes to one another uh, excitedly at this table. And I'm sorry, at this table, like they're downstairs eating with other people. OK, let me let me back up. Let me back up. Let me back up. Let me back okay. up. I have um, so many problems with this. OK, OK, let me let me back up. Let me back up. I, I was trying to I was trying to work in the whole like disguise scene thing that you had wanted to like, like put the in. But like it doesn't, it doesn't really fine, work. But if they're not. Yeah, I was going to say it doesn't work if they're, if they're like somewhere if they're staying in one place. It works if like you see them on the street and just like. Yes. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, hey, listeners. I feel like this happened in the last alt arc too, but I've broken Ty. I don't know where he's gone, but I've broken him. So, I'm sorry. I am very excited about where 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 this is going. Listen, all right. How about we wrap this up? Uh, how about we? Uh, <laughs> you, you, ready to, you ready to wrap this up? Listeners, Ty and I are too drunk to have recorded an We're episode tonight. At the very That's least. Fair. At That's the very what, least. We have not yes. actually had a lot to drink. Hey, be responsible. Truthfully. Be responsible, folks. Uh, we have sleep. We have, sleep is the thing. Um, Please. Yes. Uh, we're going to we're going to go ahead and wrap this up. Um, I don't know. How do you feel about the whole pitter patter on out of here uh, uh, show wrap up thing? Yeah, I, I feel I feel, I on feel the like fence it's for it for chomping at the, the letter. Kenny bleep that out bits to say pitter patter. Wait, what? But what's that? Letter Kenny. I am aware letter of Kenny is a TV show. OK. And they say pitter patter. Let's get at her a lot. Really? Is that where yeah. Eli got it? Probably. I don't know for sure. When did Eli Tara, has a when life did, that when, is unknown to me. When but, did Letter Kenny come out? A while ago, but I feel like Eli's only recently started watching it. Okay. Okay. So maybe, maybe. I feel like now I've got to keep. what the main influence was. I don't hate the let's pitter patter on out of here, but that's only because I don't want to have to come up with anything exactly. else. Exactly. Um, I do know what you mean. I feel like the theme of Alton episodes 
<laughs> Alton story arcs is <laughs> how can I make Ty stretch this out four more episodes? Because <gasps> I want to know what's going on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I don't I don't want it to end. All I said to you was that I wanted to act natural. Yeah. You were the one that made the whole scenes. I know. I should have just like let it like skip ahead. We could have just said, yeah, you would live a normal day and no one is suspicious. Let's skip ahead to the interesting part. But you were the one that had the mayor come in and Danny come in and the fish tacos. And I mean, I'm glad that Elijah got it and showed up. (laughs) I'm sure he will. Be excited and then immediately angry. <laughs> uh, uh, just like it, it's listen, I have had this. I have had this vague con like, obviously, I, I wasn't originally planning on Alton being involved with this. I intended this to be a thing that Amar was going to deal with. But like, clearly that did not happen. Um <laughs> So so I Alton will insert himself into a storyline. Yeah. So so like this and and hey, hey, you may recall from the end of the first episode, you could have gone to Mount Rena. Yeah, that would have. And how boring would that have been? Oh, oh, you say that. I have so many other ideas for Mount Rena, too. I, I which. Uh, I think oh. this is I think this was the better way for things to go, um, honestly. Uh, but like. I have I have I had other ideas for Mount Rena as well. Um, oh gosh! <laughs> I just do you wanted to start the whole arc over. <laughs> I just let's let's do a choose your own adventure, and <laughs> listeners can choose if they want Alton to go to the Salton Seas or if they want Alton to go to Mount Rena, oh and my they can God. listen to which episode arc they want to listen to. Mallory, can you imagine a actual play podcast or audiobook or whatever that is actually a choose your own adventures TM TM yeah. TM TM where like TM, TM, every TM. major decision they play out both implications of it. God, that'd be so fucking difficult. But like I, this wouldn't even be that difficult. We could just finish recording this arc. We probably have one, maybe two more episodes, but probably only one. And then we could do the whole arc. As if Alton had gone to Mount Rena. Choose your own adventure. Uh, (laughs) I fuck. Just think about it. Fuck. Did we pitter patter? Did we pitter patter? We already pitter pattered. We already pitter pattered. Good. This is post pitter pattering. Do you want to, um, stop the recording now? Yes, let's, we should do that. Let's stop the recording. Two hours. Cool.